Hey, Matt, you, you can, uh, just for a minute, I don't know if it'll work, but we'll try to sit down. If Jesus has his way, your life is going to get better. I said, if Jesus has his way, dude, you're going to be a lot nicer. You're going to be a lot more happy. You're going to have a lot more peace. You're going to have a, you're, you're going to know, you're going to know the word know means to recognize, acknowledge, confess, and admit. You, you're, you're going to recognize success. See, I, I think a lot of people, you know, uh, uh, we start talking about success, and I, I don't know what it is you're looking for. A lot of times we don't, we, you know, things that we've asked God for, things that you've believed God for, have walked right into your life and you didn't recognize it. So, so the, you know, the, you have no idea how many times that we prayed that God would send a thing, right? God, yeah, I, I need a thing, and he sent, a, instead of a some thing, he sent a somebody. And, and the somebody walked into your life and you didn't even recognize that that was the answer to the something that you've been praying for. You know, that's why, that's why, you know, today as we sing, open, open the eyes of the blind, open the eyes, enlighten the eyes of our understanding that we might see, recognize, hello, that we might recognize the hope, man, that you might recognize the hope. This is, the, you know, one of the prayers in Ephesians that Paul was praying uh, for the church. He said, God, God, you know, man, cause their imagination to be set on fire with hope. You realize that this is God's desire for us is that, that our imagination would be so consumed. So, so, so just, I mean, Dang, that it would be that it, it would just be so filled with hope that you couldn't imagine failure that you couldn't imagine disappointment there's not there's no what you could not imagine in other words you couldn't picture it in your mind that you 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 couldn't paint a picture that was believable to you of you not winning in life This is our prayer for you. Uh, man, it's really good, by the way. It's really good to be home. After a couple of weeks gone, you know, you know, God's been good. Man, it's been amazing. We've been in several great churches. Great churches. Oh, my gosh. There's nothing like home. I just, yeah, I think, I think you ought to give yourselves a round of applause. It, my God, somebody celebrate the worship team, would you? Would you help me? Hey, man. Yeah. Not not speaking anything against any of the people that we've connected with, uh, you know, in the last couple of weeks, you know, been in several churches, and, and they're great people doing great things for God. But, but dude, I just couldn't wait to have our worship team lead us again, and it, it's just so awesome. I don't know, maybe maybe we're biased, but dude, I'm telling you what, you you ought to be laying prostrate on the ground, thanking Jesus for what He's doing here. Amen. I'm serious. Amen. Well, I wish they'd do it a little different. There's a way that seems right to you. Yeah, just let that go, okay? <laughs> uh, just celebrate what God's doing. That's kind of what I'm talking to. Open the eyes of the blind. You know, uh, uh, you, you know but you've got the usher standing here. They're waiting on me. Hey, if you're here today and you don't have a Bible, if you don't own a Bible, maybe you couldn't find yours. Uh, you know, David said, thy word have I hid in my heart so I won't wander off the trail. Some of you hit it so well. You can't find it. You can't find your Bible. Just hold your hand up, and uh, ushers will bring you a Bible. It's our gift to you. We want to make sure everybody has a copy of the Word of God. You need to get into the Word every single day. I said you need to get into the Word every single day. 
You need to get into the Word every single day. I'm going to treat you like a hostile witness here in a minute. You guys are just staring at me like, you need to get into the Word every single day. Okay? You got to get, you got to get in that book until that book starts talking back to you. You got to get that Word in you. See, that's not a recording of things God has said. This is a recording of what God is saying. Okay, this is very current. Some of y'all are under the impression that, that well, you know, that's an old book. It's, it's, like, it's like those are ancient things. Let me tell you something. This, the Word of God is, is alive. Okay, it's powerful. And, and, and it'll make a difference in your life today. Right here, right now, it'll change some stuff, okay? Uh, uh, James said, if you can receive with a teachable spirit God's Word, it has the power to change the way you think. And the way you think, if you can change the way you think, you're going to change the way you feel because your feelings come out of your thoughts. And if you can change the way you feel, then you're going to change the choices you're making because your choices are made by your feelings. And if you can change the choices you make, you're going to change the actions you perform because your actions are the result of your choices. And if you can change the actions that you're performing, you're going to change the habits that you possess. If you can, can change the habits that you possess, uh, because all a habit is, is is an action that you do without thought. It's like you started, remember, remember, you didn't have the habit of being in church, but then you started going and you start developing new habits, right? You didn't have that habit until you started doing it for a while, and now you just do it without thought. And, and, and if he can change your habits, if he can change your habits, he can change your character because your character is the definition of the habits that you have in your life. And your character is what ties you to an end result. So in other words, God could change the end result that you experience in life if you could just simply receive the word and allow it to change the way you think. See, we're singing it. We're singing it. It's like, it's like this ought to be our prayer. But a lot of us, you don't know, it's a lyric, and, and, and it's not all that heartfelt, okay? Uh, uh, well, before I get too far, man, because the guys don't know where to start the clock. Or not. Hey, hold your Bible up real quick. Hold your Bible up. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I choose to do what it says I can do. Say, I have an open mind. I have an open mind. I have an open mind. Come on, make you say it. I have a teachable spirit. From this moment forward, say, I'm never going to be the same. I refuse to be the same. I'm changing. I'm growing. I'm stretching. I'm taking on new thoughts. Hmm. I'm getting better. I'm getting stronger. (laughs) I'm even better looking. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. (laughs) We're singing it. You know, let there be light. Let there be light. What, what, what are you thinking? That we're going we're, we're gonna to relive Genesis 1? You, you know, uh, uh, no, that light's already established. Where's the light? Where, where's the light need? Where, where, where do we need to turn the lights on? Where's it dark? It's, it's dark in our thoughts. It's dark in our, in our heart. Your heart is the seat of your thought life. And that's why we're singing, let there be light. You know, open up the eyes of the blind. And see, you, you, you need to understand that the Bible is so full of symbolic meaning. It's awesome. It's awesome. All the way through the book, you know. And, 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 uh, and, just, and just remember that what you got there is it's not, it's not a bunch of books. It's one book written by one author. And he used several different pens to write the book. And, and, and they're all, you know, over, over, over a big chunk of time, and yet it all weaves together, and it all tells the same story. And, 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 and the Bible defines the Bible. 
And so uh, there's a process, uh, you know, uh, to, to exegete, to, to exegete, exegesis is, is the, the process for understanding text. Okay, the, the, the process for under, is to draw, to exegete means to draw out of. It's like going to a well and drawing out the water. See, and you exegete the scripture. You exegete, and, and, and there's different types of exegesis. There's contextual exegesis. There's, uh, uh, you know, um, revelatory exegesis. You, you know, okay, uh, God's using his word to speak a specific thought to you, bring revelation to you. But see, the Bible will always, 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 always line up with the Bible. There, there's, no, there's no part of the Bible that's for like private interpretation, right? So the Bible always defines the Bible. And there's, there's all kinds of symbols in the Bible. You know, uh, uh, when the Bible speaks of, uh, quite often about water, water are voices, voices. And, and, um, and, and we, we can go, we don't have time today to go show you all of these, but you, you, can, you can find it. I mean, use your, use your Google. Um, but but here, here's the deal, is voices. So, so that when you're reading later and it says, when you walk through the waters, they shall not overtake thee. It's when voices rise up against you. When the enemy shall come in like a flood. What's that? That's a flood of voices that are speaking against you. Hello? You know, uh, it's like, it's like uh, men, you know, mankind is, is like a tree. Okay, trees are mankind. Re- remember uh, Psalms 1? Psalms 1. That's amazing to me because Todd can remember Psalms 1. He can quote Psalms 1. And he learned it. How old were you? Five years old, you know, going to Sunday school. And they, and they made him learn this one. And, and blessed is the man, you know, who, who... Oh, look at that. They're putting scriptures up for me that... that, that, that that we didn't even ask for. Blessed is the man that walked not in the counsel of the godly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he does meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree. So see, a tree is like a man. A tree is a man. A tree is a man. And there's, there's all kinds of stuff in the Word of God. That, that, you know, let there be light. Light is revelation. Revelation, insight. Light is the ability to see something that you haven't seen before. Open the eyes of, of the blind. The, the blind, those are people that, it, see, it's, it's, not, it's not like well, just physical. It's a, it's, a, it's a book written by a spirit. It's a spirit. You know, God's a spirit. And by the way, you're a spirit having a human experience. You're not a human trying to engage in a spiritual experience. See, a lot of us do life upside down, backwards. See, uh, and, and there's physical and there's spiritual meanings in here and they apply together, okay? They apply. And, and what God's wanting to do is open the eyes of the blind. He's wanting to purify your heart, your thoughts. He pure, clean up your thoughts in the fire. We want the fire. What's that? That's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit comes and he begins to purify our thoughts. And, and as he begins to purify our thoughts, and I, remember when he said, my thoughts aren't like your thoughts. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Right? And, and, and I don't think the same way you think. Because when God's thinking, he ain't trying to figure out something. He, he has all the information. And his thoughts, it's just a different realm of thought. And he's saying, man, here's why I've given you my word. I've given you my word because my word is pregnant with my thought. And so if you meditate in my word, you're going to have an introduction to my thought. And if you begin to think those thoughts, you'll begin to see the images that I see when, when I was thinking that thought. And so you begin to see what God was seeing. And that's the light coming up. Right? That's the light. That's the light coming up. The, the, he is a God that wants you to have a collision with hope today. I said, He is a God that wants you to collide with hope today. I said, God wants you to collide with hope today. 
that there's something about it that, that, that if, you could, if you could understand the word, if you could just have your eyes enlightened, that, that you might see the hope. You see, that's that prayer, that, that our eyes would be enlightened, that our imagination would be released, that we might see the hope to which we've been called. You've been called to be a people of hope. That we, we are placed in the middle of a hopeless, you know, uh, community. There's people out there without hope. And the people without hope are hoping that the people of hope would at least know what hope is. See, I, here, here's our problem is that a lot of us, a lot of us in, in, in our society and in our culture, we're people of hope, but we don't actually live as if we know hope. Because we're looking at situations and circumstances and we're looking at stuff. And we got so much drama in our life. And we've pictured so many collisions and so many train wrecks. And, and you're thinking, I've given up on that dream because it can't be possible. And I'm here today to tell you that it, it, with God in it, you can't even imagine not, not succeeding. You, you can't imagine not being in the winner's seat. You, you're going to be in the winner's circle. But when you walk out the door today, you're going to rise up and say, Hey, I'm called to God, chosen to God, anointed of God, empowered by God. And I'm going to win through God. Come on, somebody. Come on, let there be light in your life. I speak it. I prophesy it. I call it forth right now in the name of Jesus. I declare today it's a day of breakthrough. It's a day of healing. It's a day of revelation. My God, somebody, come on, come on. Let there be light. Let there, sing it out. Sing it out. Come on, this is your prayer. Open the, open the eyes, open the eyes, Lord, open the eyes. Breathe, breathe in us, breathe in us. Oh, this is our prayer. Come on, make it your prayer. Let there be light. My God. Hallelujah, show me your heart. Who you are. Shining as we pray. Jesus, have your way. I think you better thank him one more time. You better thank him. Okay, you better be seated. I don't know how we're going to do today. I don't know if it's going to work. Here's what I'm excited about. Here's what I, I'm pumped because God is wanting you to collide with hope. See, and some of you, you, you know, it, it's, it's like when you sing this, you, this is not a lyric. This is, this is the heart cry. And it's the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man that, that produces great power. I said, it's, it's the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man. And, you're, and already some of you think wrong. You think, well, that leaves me out, that righteous man part, because I'm telling you what, I sin in the parking lot. You do realize, oh, gosh, you know what I wish? I, I wish I had about five hours. I just wish I had, I wish I had a bunch of time because here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I just want, I just want to speak this into some people that, that uh, every time something goes wrong, you're going, well, I guess God's punishing me. I guess, I guess, you know, I've made some mistakes and that's why life isn't working out. Stop it. There is no way. Listen, 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 uh, you don't get to live life any way you want to and get godly results. He, you know, that's why, that's why God wants your heart. If he can have your heart, he can change your habits. If he can change your habits, he can change your end result. So he wants to cause you to collide with the, with the future that he has planned for you. And you can't take, you know, 
it just it doesn't make sense. That, that if you say that you're headed to Spokane, that you get on the freeway towards Portland. You got to go the direction, right? It just, I mean, come on, can, can we have some common sense? I should be able to do anything I want. Now, oh, you, you're, you're free to do anything you want, but not everything's good for you. But in the 103rd Psalm, uh, and this is, I'm going to drive the people in the back nuts because they don't have this one. Ha, ha, ha. But it, it says, uh, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that was within me. Bless the Lord. How, how does God bless, by the way? His word, right? He gives his words. How are you going to bless God? It's by what you say. By what you say. You begin to speak. To be blessed is to be positioned to win or succeed regardless of the circumstance. God will give you a word that will position you to win no matter what is happening. When you begin to speak to God, you put him in the position to win in your world. God's positioning you to win in the world, but you need to open the door and, and allow God to come in. You, you begin to agree with God when you say what God says. Now he's empowered to work in your life. Blessed, you know, I will bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that was in me, bless his holy name. And forget not all his benefits. Benefits, 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 benefits. I like benefits. Anybody in here like some benefits? Would you like some benefits today? I said, would you like some benefit? Hey, if the Holy Spirit begins to move, we're going to have a benefit. You know what I'm talking about? It's going to get awesome, okay? The benefit, what's a benefit? A benefit, well, if you're an employer, you know what a benefit is because you have to give a benefit. Who, who, who receives the benefits? The employee. Which employees? Not all the employees get benefits. No, the full-time employees. See, a lot of us have never experienced the benefits of God because we've never been a full-time believer. We've only been part-time believers, and because we're part-time believers, we don't get the benefits. And then we see other people with the benefits, and we make stupid statements like, they're so lucky. No, they're not lucky. They're full-time. You should just just press in today and say, I'm going to be a full-time believer. Why? Because that's where the hope is at. Right? Think about the benefits. He, he forgives me of all my sins. You know, forgive is two words put together to make one word. For in advance, give represents a gift. A gift is something that's given to someone who's done nothing to deserve it. You're probably going to have to get the tape or something. Okay? I hope that you're writing notes because I hope that you're going to get a revelation today. But a gift is something that's given to someone who's done nothing to deserve it. So the gift that God's given to you, you didn't earn it. But it was also given to you in advance. So before you were born, forgiveness was released to you. So when you received forgiveness, you are now forgiven. And the debt that, that was against you, he, he had Jesus pay. So by law, that debt had to be paid. Somebody had to pay that debt. So he charged Jesus in your place. So if you make a mistake and now God holds that against you, so he charges you again, that would be to double charge. So you're saying that God's a thief. Because if you're charging people for something that's already been paid for, you're a thief. See, that, that, just that revelation in its own should give you hope. How can I lose? One of the benefits, he redeems my life from destruction. He redeems my life from destruction. Destruction. There's a way that seems right into a man, but the ends thereof are destruction. So God said, you can take a way that's going the wrong direction, but if you surrender to me, I'll cause you to come out at the right place. So in other words, what can hell do to stop you? Nothing. Let there be light today. 
Come on, come on, all you that, 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 that are cast down. You know, he, the, the psalmist wrote, why? Why are you cast down, oh my spirit? Why are you disquieted within me? I will put my hope in God. I put my hope in God. How, how, about, how about this? Um, you will keep him in perfect peace. Everybody say perfect peace. No, say perfect peace. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. Who? Him whose mind thoughts are stayed or nailed to. See, if something stayed to something, it's connected. It can't be separated. It's going to stay. So whose mind, whose thoughts are stayed on you. Now, Jesus is who? We call him, his earth name, right? On earth, they call him Jesus. What do they call him in heaven? Word. He's the word. In the beginning was the word. Who's the word? The word became flesh. In heaven, they call him the word. When you're talking about the word, when you're talking about Jesus, you're talking about the word. So he, the word, will keep you in perfect peace, perfect peace, perfect peace. Perfect means nothing lacking, nothing missing, nothing broken. There's peace. We're talking about a peace that passes all understanding. He will keep you in perfect peace when your thoughts are nailed to to the word. You get the word in you and, and the word comes alive in you. And all of a sudden, you can't be shaken from the peace that comes from being in that word. There's hope even when there doesn't seem to be hope. See, the word hope is a very interesting word. The Hebrew language is so cool because the, the, the root words almost all have three letters. And then they add, they take prefixes and suffixes and add them to the word to, you know, to, to build on the word. But the, but the word hope, look at your neighbor and say, you have hope. The word hope has three letters. And, 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 but in, in the Hebrew language, every letter ha- has, has a name. You know, like, well, yeah, A, B, C. No, Alpha, Omega, you've heard those, right? Uh, uh, so every, every letter has a name, every letter has a picture, and every letter has a numeric value. So in, if, English, if the English alphabet was set up the same way as the Hebrew alphabet, when you said the word year, Y-E-A-R, that, the, the numerical value would equal 365. So you take the, the Hebrew language and put it together, and I'm telling you something, it's an amazing language, and, and, and it's never off. It's like, who's the genius that put this together? His name is God. Hello? I mean, this is what Adam and God were conversing in in the garden. Okay? And, and so uh, it, the, the pictures, I just, man, I got to hurry. The pictures for, for in the letter, okay, the, the, first, the first picture in, in the three letters, uh, the, uh, the root word for, for hope. And by the way, hope, uh, most people think hope means to be expectant, to be expectant. But the, but the root definition of the word hope is a rope. Okay, a rope. Everybody say a rope. So you got this rope. And th- think about it this way. You know, just I think one of the best pictures to, to really grab this is, is uh, you know, uh, probably because of our background, um, you know, because of just how my brain works. But, but you know, growing up where we grew up, uh, uh, you know what they did in Roseburg? Roseburg had uh, Rob Smets. Rob Smets is a world champion bullfighter. Okay, so, you know, so what did we do in Roseburg? We waited for the rodeo. Okay. And when the rodeo got there, then we were, re- we were like, it was happening. And so picture a bull rider in the chute and the only hope he has. He only needs eight seconds. 
Okay, eight seconds, eight seconds for victory. But his only hope is a rope. Okay, you with me? So, and, 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 and that's the picture that you need to see of hope. Only, only you have to understand that that's the rope, hope picture that the world has. Is that, is that if I can ride this thing for eight seconds, I can have success. But here's the thing you need to know. Is that that, that rope... You know, that, that, that rope, you're not, a, you're not the cowboy riding the bull. We'll get there. Yeah, check it out. The first picture, is the first letter is the picture of a sun rising on the horizon. Let there be light. And as the sun rises, you begin to see things that, that have been there all along, but you've never seen, right? Why? Because of the darkness. The darkness hid it. And this is what God is wanting to do is cause the sun to begin to rise so that you can see what you couldn't see before. Because if you can see what you couldn't see before, you can reach what you couldn't touch before. You can go where you couldn't get before. You can accomplish what you couldn't do before. You, you, man, I'm telling you, let there be light. Because as the light comes on, all of a sudden you begin to see what God's been seeing all along. Now you get it. Now, now, now you begin to, you, you begin to, oh shoot, the dream that God has for my life, the future that he's planned for me, he sees it, I can't see it, but as the light comes up, I can begin to see what, what, what God sees. The second letter in the word hope is the, it has a picture and it's a nail, okay? Everybody say a nail, okay? It, it is, it is a nail, Okay. Now, now get this, a nail, when you put a nail into something, you know, Sean, Scott, you know, a building, you know, your construction company, and when Sean drives a nail through a board, it's always into something else. You don't just drive a nail through a board into nothing, right? So your hope, your hope is, it, it fastens you to something. But see, here's the deal is that for a believer, that our hope isn't fastened to a thing that we are hoping will be delivered. Our nail, we are, we are connecting ourselves to the person who's going to make the delivery. Our hope is in Christ. Matter of fact, matter of fact, can you imagine it when, what, you know, just think how, how freaked out hell must have been when they thought they had, they thought they had Jesus, they're going to get over on Jesus. They got so, so discombutilated, so moved with their passion and their anger and their hatred that they took Jesus and they nailed him to a tree. So they took Jesus, the hope of the world, and they took a nail, which represents hope, and nailed him to a tree, which represents mankind. And, and, and then they're looking at that picture as Jesus hanging on a tree going, oh shoot, what have we done? We have given the world hope and tied them to it. Oh, you ought to be celebrating today. I said, you ought to be celebrating today. Why? Because hell already knows. Here's what hell knows that, that you need to know. Is that if you can see the picture that God tried to paint for you, that you cannot be without hope. You might not be activating your hope, but you can't be without hope if you are in Christ. You're nailed to it. The third picture, third letter, is a picture of an open window. And that open window represents the ability to see things that are secrets, hidden things. Hidden things. Not, not hidden from you, but hidden for you. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered the heart of any man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. But these things are revealed to us by the Spirit. See, the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit, neither can he, because they are foolishness to it. See, some of you guys need to stop and just realize for just a minute, you haven't really seen anything fresh from God in a long time. What does that mean? That means you're in the natural realm. This is not a put down. This is, this is like, a, hey, let's, why don't we flip a light on for a minute? I said, it's not a put down. How about we just turn the light on for a minute? 
I, have, I, don't, I don't really see this stuff. This spiritual stuff doesn't really mean that much to me. Oh, be very, very careful. You're living in the natural realm. God wants you to be led by the Spirit. See, God wants you to walk in a realm where you can't even imagine defeat. God, God wants you to walk in a realm where you can't even imagine not winning. Well, I don't see a way out. Exactly. How, how many of you were here when we took the little piece of paper and then by the time we were done, that eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper opened up and you could drive a Mack truck through it? Okay, and, and how did we get there? How, how did we get to that spot? It was by making cuts. It's it by making cuts. And, 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 and what, what's, the, what's the root word uh, for decision? It's incision. It's to make a cut. See, when you, when you go to, when, you know, when, when you go to, to Taco Bell, and, and uh, I was going to use Fredo, but it won't work because I was going to say when you select a item, and that's not what Fredo does there. He selects like 12. Okay, but let's, you know, you know, Courtney, when she walks in there and there's 37 menu items and she selects one or two of them, well, she, she's not actually making a decision on one or two. The decision cuts away everything except okay it's like when Shelby when Shelby made the best decision of her life next to being saved when Shelby said I I have made I have decided Tom that you are going to be my man you're so blessed that decision cut away everything else see these what we did with a piece of paper in two or three minutes is what you're doing with a lifetime you're making decisions that are making cuts that when the thing opens up, you can drive your Mack truck through it. See, and sometimes when you're making the decision, you can't see the result. Why? Because the sun hasn't completely risen yet. But you are nailed. You are tied to an end result that God has for you. He said, before I formed you, I knew who you were. I knew exactly what I was going to do with you. I had a dream about the future. I knew where you were going to fit. And I formed you and shaped you and completed you, empowered you to fulfill my dream. And I'm telling you that you're nailed to a destiny that you can't be separated from if you'll put your hope back in God, not in, not in a thing, not in a person, not in a position, not, 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 you know, not in power, but you put it back in, you got to get nailed back to Jesus today. You put your hope back in Christ and you can't be separated. What can separate me from the love of God? Neither height, nor depth, nor width, nor breadth, nor any other preacher. Nothing can. You, do you understand what this does to hell? Do you understand what this does to the enemy? He is, he's not a problem. Uh, Isaiah, uh, the, the one I had screwed up last night. You, you got that one? Can you put it up for me? I can go in here and look for it if you want. Not that one. It's 52.2. Shake yourself from the dust. See, the dust is a symbol. It's things in life that don't really matter. You think, you think that the, the place that you've been, the thing that's clinging to you, you think that that's got control over you? No, you can shake yourself from that. Shake yourself from the dust. Arise. What is that? Come on. That's that sun rising. Change, change your perspective. Let there be light. Sit in a dignified place. Oh, we, say, we sang earlier today, you know, that uh, uh, there's a place for me. There is a place for me, right? The, the word place is position of effectual opportunity. God has a place. And, and let me tell you something. You just need to start operating from a dignified place. 
You need to shake the dust and arise and, and loose yourself from the bondage. Get, get out of the bondage, man. It will, I, I need the enemy to let me go. No, you need to stand up and tell the enemy who's in charge. You need to operate in your authority and say, you know what? I am free. And I declare today that the light is going to begin to shine in my life. That hope is going to rise and I'm going to begin to see things I've never seen before. And I'm going to start doing things I couldn't get done before. Why? Because I can't even be separated from the hope that is in Christ Jesus. If any man be in Christ, he's new. That old stuff is gone and a new life has begun. And you can't separate me from it. Hello, somebody. I just want to pray for you. Can I just pray for you? I just, I, just, I just want you to close your eyes for just a minute and just, just, just for a minute and let's just pray. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just prophesy to the house today. God, that we are a people of hope. We are here today to be introduced to hope. God, that we can't be separated from that hope. The hope that we have is in you. And so today we ask that the light would begin to shine. God, that the, that the sun would begin to rise. That your people would begin to see what they couldn't see before. That the eyes of the blind would be open in Jesus' name. We declare right now that the eyes of the, of the blind be open. God, you have nailed us to a future, to a destiny. Our life is on a trajectory to to better. And God, because it's going to get better, we're going to give you higher praise. We are going to praise you like we ain't never praised you before because the hope that you have given to us is going to explode on the inside of us right now in Jesus' name. And we declare it that in this house, there's going to be light. There's going to be revelation. There's going to be insight. There's going to be discernment. There's going to be freedom. And we give you glory in the mighty name. In the mighty name of Jesus, we declare, let there be light. Come on, stand with me for just a minute. Open the Open the eyes of the blind. Thank you, Lord. I'll breathe in as we pray. Let there be light. Open our eyes to your heart. Thank you, Lord. Shine in us. Jesus, have your way. One, one more time. Celebrate today. Just give him a, a... Come on. Come on. Hope. Let hope arise. Hope arise. Let hope arise. Let hope arise. Let hope arise. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Go ahead and be seated for just a second. <laughs> uh, uh, what's all this up, down, up, down, up, down? Who cares? Dude. Dude. How does hope how does hope how does hope apply to our life? You know, we were going to introduce you to a gal today, and, I, and we had a video, and and, it's, and she has an amazing story. I, I want you to get to know Kim uh, Mendez, right? And, and I want you to know her because she has an amazing story. She was a single mom. Uh, she had a bunch of kids. Uh, she she needed employment. She she, she you know she, hey. 
she just reached a place in life and then all of a sudden the job ends and, and she found about, about a program because she was a, a vet and they would pay her to go to school. And, uh, but God had given her a dream earlier and, and showed, showed her how he wanted to use her in life. And, and there, it was an impossibility. There was no way that she could accomplish that thing that, that God had birthed inside of her spirit that he had shown her. Man, I can't do that. I got these kids. I've reached this place at this stage and in this age in my life, I, I can't get there and, and I can't afford it. And then she loses her job and she's, you know, uh, the, the, the world's nuts, but the program. So I'm going to do the program. So she goes in, she looks and, and what she wants to do and the dream that God gave her about going, you know, he showed her a dream and she was going out onto the battlefield and she was ministering to the wounded. And, and so she thought she'd be a firefighting EMT, but that wasn't one of the programs, but she had to sign up for the program anyway, so that they would pay her to be educated so she could get a job. And so she went through all the processes. She jumped through all the hoops and then she goes in to sign up and the person helping her sign up says, Hey, by the way, last night, uh, you know, they, 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 they reorganize this whole thing. Make sure to look through the book because once you sign, you, you know, we're on, you, there ain't no changing it. And so she opens the book and looks at it. And the night before, guess what they had added? Firefighting EMTs. And so now she's a firefighting EMT and she's been remarried and she's got joy in her life. And hold, I'm telling you that nothing can separate you from the end that God declared at your beginning. Let there be light in your life. I said, let there be light in your life. God doesn't want you living without hope. There's people out there that are hopeless that need us to be the people of hope. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I want you to close your eyes one more time. Just stay seated, but just close your eyes one more time. We're going we're gonna to pray a prayer together. And if you're in this room today and you've been living without hope, we'd love to introduce you to the giver of hope. We'd love for you to pray this prayer. We'll all pray it together. I won't call you out. I won't make you stand. But if you're in this room today and say, you know what, Pastor Tom, I need to make this prayer my prayer. I know everybody's going to pray it, but it's going to be like me praying it just all by myself. I'm going to talk to Jesus today, and I'm going to open the door to my life, and I'm going to allow the giver of hope to come into my life and to bring hope. If that's you, while no one's looking around, I just want to agree with you in prayer. Just hold your hand up really high. Thank you. 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 It's so awesome. You can put them down. You can put them out. Just keep your head bowed and your eyes closed for just a minute. Anybody else? If you sit here, well, I was thinking, I don't know. Is that really? Yeah, it's you. Come on. Just say, okay, I'm, I'm going to receive the, the, the love that God offers me through relationship with his son, Jesus. I'm going to make this prayer my prayer. Anybody else? I don't want to rush too fast. I just want to thank you. Thank you. That's so awesome. Thank you. Okay, everybody in here, pray this. You ready? Everybody here, just pray. You say, dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. I need hope. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, everybody, give God a hand. Give God a hand.